Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast, it's the 11th of, of March, and we lost an hour. I am crying, I cried for five minutes in bed this morning, was it fun? Soon enough, it'll be the the two-year anniversary of the podcast, I think, on the 15th. Two years I've been doing this podcast. Last year was the highlight, considering I interviewed Ralph. So, let's make this year even better. Which, considering I have a surprise in store, or a few surprises in store, this will be a very, very good year for the podcast. Anyway, 2011 Hyundai Sonata airbags might not deploy in a crash. I hope that's not Takata-related. I'm getting really, really... I'm pretty sure everyone's pretty tired of hearing about Takata's failures. But it's getting even more boring to see them fail and fail and fail and fail and fail. Over and over and over again. Infinity making progress with Q60 Project Black S Hybrid Coupe. Mazda confirms return of rotary in 2019 as an EV range extender. With a twist. Koenigsegg's boss likes the Aston Martin Valkyrie and is not a fan of McLaren's Senna. Yeah, that's right. Christian von Koenigsegg has basically given Aston Martin the, their, his approval of the Valkyrie. Especially the AMR Pro, which is also really cool. Mercedes-Benz is the world's most valuable automotive brand, a report says. Honda Design Chief says electrification has opened up huge design possibilities. Mercedes-AMG GT four-door coupe, it's not coupe, it's a four-door sedan, wants to be a modern-day SLS sedan. And I need to make a point. We all, a lot of us should know about the AMG GT four-door sedan, right? The four-door coupe, whatever you want to call it. I'm actually really disappointed in it. I mean, it looks cool, but that's not what I thought a four-door AMG GT would look like at all. It looks like a bloated, altered roofline CLS to me. The Aston Martin Rapide is a four-door Aston... It's basically like a four-door DB9. That is a four-door sports car. This AMG GT four-door sedan is not. That is not a four-door GT. Um, and it's not a four-door AMG GT. It's a car that maybe has the same chassis, but is way... They've altered it so much, I'm not seeing any of the rese- of the resemblance with the coupe with this sedan. At all. But, I mean, if you look at a Rapide compared to a DB9, those look really similar. And I'm not even going to say the Quattroporte is a four-door sports car, because it's not. That's, that's once again, like the AMG GT four-door coupe. That's just a sedan. That's really, really sporty. Or look at the M5. I mean, to be fair, BMW doesn't have a sports car for that. So, let me think here. What would be another brand? I guess Audi then, but anyway... So that's what I was saying, though. The Aston Martin Rapide, as far as I'm concerned, is the only actual four-door sports car. Not sports sedan, sports car on the market right now. To me, Mercedes kind of failed at that a little. It should be, hopefully, cool to drive, but that's not... That's pretty far removed from a four-door AMG GT. Like, I was thinking Rapide-esque, where it would just be a GT with four doors. It's not. It's... Something on an AMG GT platform with a far more traditional sedan body style slapped on top. That's what that is. That's not the same as taking a DB9 platform, making it long enough to, ac- to accompany four people, then putting a body on it that has four doors. It's not the same thing. So, in one way, I'm disappointed because that's, again, it's not at all. And I get that making 
a sports car like that four doors would probably be very tricky and more tricky than it's worth. But what they should have said is that this is the AMG GT of the sedan category, not an AMG GT with four doors, because it's not. The Aston Martin Repeat is a four is a four door DB9, not not a Aston Martin with a DB9 platform on it, but with a more traditional body style. Anyway, Mitsubishi halts Mexico factory expansion over NAFTA concerns. Elon Musk says Hyperloops will prioritize passengers instead of cars. Ferrari to introduce V8 Hybrid next year, probably for its first ever SUV. Audi teases its Vision GT concept for Gran Turismo Sport. Aston Martin confirms Baby Valkyrie will use hybrid power. Project One could beat the outright Nurburgring lap record, says AMG Boss. That'd be interesting. And the outright record is 6 minutes 11, set by the Mazda 787B. That race car, if I remember correctly. Like, imagine taking a Maserati... I mean, that's a long car, so I could probably see four people, but imagine taking a Maserati Gran Turismo and then adding four doors to it. That would be a four-door sports car. The Rapide, that is a four-door sports car. This AMG GT four-door sedan is not. I mean, okay, hold up. Let's look at the Bentley Flying Spur. Because as far as I know, that's supposed to be like a four-door Continental. It's it's kind of close. I wouldn't say that it's perfect. More so, it's a sedan with a Continental face on it and with the Continental's taillights. But okay, I can accept that. That's kind of that's almost close enough to be the four-door Continental. Here's another example. Take the Panamera. I get that that may not be on a 911 platform, but supposedly that's heralded as the four-door 911. It's not that. It's close. Porsche. Yeah, there it is, Panamera. Comes up before 911, that's sad. It's almost close to, well, I say almost close. If you couldn't put the engine in the back, the Panamera is more like a four-door Porsche 944. That's what that's like. The point of my story is the AMG GT four-door coupe is, in my mind, the furthest thing from a four-door AMG GT. I mean, we all saw that X-Tomy four-door Viper rendering, okay? Well, if they changed it a little bit, Bam, you'd have a four-door, uh, a four-door, or that Viper limo, that Viper limo on Google. That is a limo Viper, not taking a Viper platform and then slapping a completely different body on it. That's basically what AMG have done. Anyway, Lamborghini CEO claims Urus demand far exceeded expectations. Porsche and Audi co-developing all-new PPE EV platform. Mitsubishi is planning to add another SUV to its lineup, further enraging Evo enthusiasts. I added that last part, but it's true. San Francisco mayor wants safety tests on autonomous prototypes. BMW introduces diesel return, promises to calm fears over bans. Waymo to test its foot its fleet of fully autonomous semis in Atlanta. 2018 Honda Accord Hybrid officially rated at 47 MPG combined. BMW won't develop autonomous cars without pedals or a steering wheel, thank God. Next Mercedes-Benz SL to be a real wow car, CEO says. 2019 Volkswagen Touareg teased as company looks back at its predecessors. New Hyundai 8-seater full-size SUV coming in 2019 with hybrid options. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. Car books, car shows, car merchandise, car games, and even a car podcast, that's who I am. Do you realize when you're doing the things you love, it's not work? I'm Cody Wagner, host of Cody's Car Conundrum, and my passion is absolutely everything cars. My purpose in creating Cody's Car Conundrum is to be a resource for all things cars, from games to product development, product reviews, and even writing new automotive books and articles. With my mom's help, I've created a GoFundMe campaign to help me upgrade my computer equipment and Xbox and even my podcasting equipment, too. I also have created t-shirts and I'm looking to market those as well as my books. 
visit my campaign at www.gofundme.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. Help me show teenage entrepreneurs you can follow your passion and people will help you move to the next level. Thank you for any donation, big or small. Once again, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. Welcome back. McLaren Road Cars will never stop getting faster, COO says. Jeep Grand Wagoneer will be super premium, says CEO, and will go after the Escalade. Oops. EPA confirms manual gearbox for the 2019 Genesis G70. Rimac C2 has an Easter egg for Richard Hammond. And that's basically a fire extinguisher with a latch on it that has a very interesting message. GM to boost production of electric Chevrolet Bolt. McLaren's upcoming Hyper GT will exceed 243 miles per hour, and yes, it's the one where the seat is in the middle. Subaru may drop manuals in quest to build the safest cars in the world. They're turning into Saab. Except Saab still had manuals, but whatever. Tesla semi-prototype spot at Supercharger Station. One with the chopped head and the other with the full head. It's unfortunate that this is probably going to be a recall, but let's get onto this Hyundai Sonata airbag issue. Hyundai has announced the recall of 155,000 vehicles in the United States due to a problem with their basic safety systems. The issue comes down to the airbag control unit, which could short circuit. If that happens, the front airbag, side airbags, and seat belt pretensions could be disabled, keeping them from the essential job of keeping the vehicle's occupants safe in the event of a crash. The problem has prompted the South Korean automaker to recall an estimated 154,753 examples of the 2011 Sonata to have the issue addressed. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, the remedy for this recall is still under development. However, the campaign is expected to kick off on April 20th. Although model years and calendar years don't directly match up, Hyundai has sold 225,961 examples of the Sonata in the United States in 2011 and 196,623 the year before, when the 2011 model affected reached the showrooms. Those numbers represent a huge share of 538,228 vehicles Hyundai sold overall in the U.S. in 2010, and the 645,691 in 2011. The automaker reached its high point in 2016 when it sold 768,057 vehicles in the United States, rising from the 400,000 sales figures it was reaching the previous decade. Along with the Sonata, the smaller Elantra sedan and larger Santa Fe crossover stand as some of the brand's best sellers. The model sold the model sold during the period addressed by the recall was the sixth generation Sonata, introduced in 2009 and phased out in 2014. That's when the current model arrived, ushering the mid-sized sedan into its seventh iteration. Mercedes offers Maybach S650 customers a matching luggage set and much more. Volkswagen Beetle won't live past its current generation, says Volkswagen. FIA intends to bring the, sa- the, the Safari Rally back to the WRC, and that's sweet. Dacia Duster Games revised the lineup in the UK and is priced from £9,495 or just under £14,000. 2019 Ram 1500 will start at at $33,340 or nearly $5,000 more than the 2018 model year. There's a catch though. There's no, uh, what's the the two-door version? The one, you have the crew cab and the quad cab and then you have the one that's just a two-door pickup yeah ram at this point anyway does not sell a two-door 1500 right now that price is five thousand more than a two-door 1500 of in the 2018 model year however compare that 
to a cro- to a quad cab or a crew cab. In fact, let me go find the article so I can say this correctly. Okay, regular cab. That's what it is. And this is I'm finding this on Alpar. So a 2018 Tradesman regular cab V6 starts at $27,995 and the Hemi is $1,450 extra. However, there is no more regular cab for the 2019-1500. So let's consider the quad cab for the 2018 Ram. And that starts at $31,790. So now the truck is only a thousand and a bit more than the outgoing models quad cab if you want a regular cab okay it's a fair bit more but a quad cab that's as close as we can get to a current to a 2019 ram 1500 if we're going by 20 the 2018 model so there you go for regular cab it is a fair bit more expensive but for quad cabs it's only a grand and a bit and might i add that makes sense because it's a new truck that's far, far more... I mean, to be fair, there are new cars that actually are that end up being less than outgoing models, but there are so many changes to, to this new truck, that wasn't going to happen. Watch out! Your 2018 Hyundai Santa Fe steering wheel may break off. If you've ever had nightmares of that from, you know, TV shows, and if you drive a Santa Fe, that nightmare is a reality. And you may want to go curl up in your closet in the fetal position, and it's okay to cry. Just try not to cry for two hours. Either way, Uber has been sued over poor handling of the cyber attack issue. Oh, good grief. It took Uber over a year to report its data breach from October 2016. Now, so, uh, it's like mini Dieselgate with how long that's going on. Toyota's concept I vehicles are autonomous, electric, and intelligent, so says the article. Hyundai has issued a recall for certain 2018 Santa Fe and Santa Fe sport crossovers in the U.S. to assess a very scary issue. A possible steering wheel detachment while driving. In a report issued by the NHTSA and quoted by Auto News, it's explained that the steering wheel assembly could break on the move. As a result, the steering wheel could detach from the steering column. The automaker blames the supplier for this defect, adding that no other Hyundai or Genesis vehicles not mentioned in this report use this, the same steering wheel assembly or contain steering wheel assemblies from the suspect production lot. Affected are the 2018 Hyundai Santa Fe made from June to December in South Korea and the Santa Fe Sport, produced at Alabama between July and October and Georgia from August to October. In total, 43,491 vehicles are affected by this recall, while another 8,456 units were recalled in Canada for the same defect. Luckily, Hyundai says it is not aware of any accidents or injuries related to this issue, but there has been a report from a U.S. driver claiming that the steering wheel came off. The car was stationary at the time, and the man was reaching for his wallet, using the steering wheel as leverage. That's like that's like that episode of Top Gear where James May combined a Alfa Romeo, I can't remember the model, and a Saab, I can't remember the model, and called it the Salfa Romeo. And I think he was sitting in the back, and the Saab, the Alfa Romeo steering wheel came off. That's very much like that. It was the limo challenge. For those who want to go look it up. Owners of the affected SUVs will be notified by the company starting mid-March. And technicians will replace the entire steering wheel assembly, if necessary, free of charge. Face of the 2018 Mazda 6 wagon is more premium than ever. 2019 Volvo S60 spied undisguised ahead of this summer's unveiling and... Ooh, wow. Weird. Anyway, and I kind of think that the rear quarter window and the C-pillar, how it flows, looks a lot like a Maserati Quattroporte to me. And that's a good thing. I really like that. I'm, I'm telling you, I'd want this car. I would want to own one. I really, I mean, outside of the infotainment system, I really like the way that that's kind of Maserati-ish. Not giblish, more Quattroporte-ish, but yeah, that flowing seat pillar in that quarter window where it comes up away from the belt line. 
well, I say away from the belt line, away from the character line is uh, nice. I really like that. Although, to be fair, the V, what is it, the V60 wagon actually looks better. Ironically, the wagon looks better than the sedan. Anyway, Hyundai's kite concept is a dune buggy that turns into a jet ski. Not the first, not the first time that's happened. I can't remember the, the name of the ATV, but the Top Gear episode where Richard Hammond is reviewing the Alfa Romeo 4C and then Jeremy tags along and then he drives that ATV on the ocean and then they play the James Bond music because it feels awesome. Yeah, that. Bugatti CEO hints at future models, says there will be more. BMW i4 announced, electric model arrives by 2025. Aston Martin considering advantage with Mercedes inline 6, and I'd like to see that. That'd be a good F-type competitor. Well, a good 2.0 turbo F-type competitor. Honda Urban EV will enter production in 2019. Morgan bids farewell to the naturally aspirated V8 in Geneva. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy it. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. Moms and dads. Are you looking for Steam and STEM games, websites, and even clothing for your daughter? Is she showing you at a young age that she is not into dolls and fashion, but instead space, chemistry, dinosaurs, robots, and even art? I'm Erica Wagner of Science Her Way. My YouTube channel is a resource for minority girls interested in Steam and STEM. It contains product reviews, Steam and STEM games, and art. With my mom's help, I have a GoFundMe campaign to help me upgrade my equipment, take some online courses on 2D and 3D programs, market my shirt designs, and my books. Go to my campaign at www.gofundme.com slash scienceherway. Help me show girls all over the world that there are girls just like them who love Steven Stam and is a teenpreneur. Thank you for any donation, big or small. Once again, go to www.gofundme.com slash scienceherway. I'll see you in the next dimension. We're back for the final time. Let's go to some. Let's get onto some of the details with the new 488 Ferrari Pista. It now has 711 horsepower. Not quite the super fast 800, but still cool enough. The top speed supposedly over 211 and zero to 60 in 2.85 seconds, or the same measure that Dodge used for their Charger HCAT. Although, except it was 2.95. Oh, whatever. By the way, they've added a bunch more aero trickery, and it offers 20% more downforce. And apparently has a, what this article is calling an innovative S-duct at the front. I have no idea what that means. I'll probably have to watch a few videos on it. But either way, this is a lot, well, it should be a lot faster. But apparently they didn't just go all out with the track with the track stuff, and what I mean by that is they didn't just focus on the numbers, they did focus on the emotion that this car should invoke, so that's good. But yeah, the front end is suitably insane, and they've actually moved the intercoolers from the side of the car, like on the old 488, to the rear, because apparently that gives better thermo thermo efficiency, whatever that means. (laughs) I think what that means is it does a better job at cooling the engine from the back, which the only way I could rationalize that is through drag, considering there's more downforce now. But then again, it's cl- it's it's not traditional downforce. It's cleverer downforce than normal. So, oh well. Anyway, 2018 Dodge Challenger gets retro colors and a new shakedown package. That's right. That 71 Challenger shakedown, that stripe, you can now get on the Challenger. Except it doesn't have the red stripe, but that's still cool. Zagato's is a Revolta Gran Turismo concept. It's a PS4 only affair. Izzo Revolta is right because it's Izzo revolting now. <laughs> oh, bird. It's 
it's nice. It's just a little bit too extreme. Larger 2019 Volkswagen Jetta with 1.4 liter turbo will return up to 40 MPG. McLaren will produce 75 Senna GTRs. Oh, right. Spoilers. They produced a Senna GTR. It's somehow even more insane than the than the regular Senna. And I hope you can hear those uh, those quotations in my voice because there is nothing regular about the Senna. Daimler and Volvo executives questioned Geely's, uh, Geely's alliance plan. Plug-in hybrid Porsche 911 confirmed will be the most powerful 911 ever. Was design is going to have 800 horsepower because if it does, I'd almost want to say that kind of ruins. If a base 911 has 800 horsepower, that oh wait no that's not the base that's just the plug-in hybrid 911. Oh well. Anyway, mysterious runoff crossover for Russia confirmed as more refined than the Duster. New Mercedes AMG A45 confirmed with 400 horsepower and a drift mode might be coming. Following in the Ford Focus RS's footsteps, Hyundai i20 supercar heading to the FIA World Rally Cross Championship. Mercedes Maybach S-Class packs over a million pixels into its new digital headlights. Don't quite know how you can have digital headlights, but that's kind of cool, if not really expensive. I hate, I hate just to have a small rock chip in the headlight. I that, that would make me cry, much, much the same way as losing an hour has. 2019 Mercedes-Benz A-Class goes on sale across Europe. 2019 Nissan Altima looks a lot like the V-Motion concept. Chevrolet gets back into the big truck game with super ultra extra heavy duty Silverado, and that's a lot of childish, uh, childish. Better, more amazing, more fantastic types of words. Super, super ultra extra heavy duty. See what I mean? Kai Concept goes to Geneva to get our hopes up for the new Mazda 3. Goodyear's moss-covered oxygen tire concept is surprisingly high-tech. Koenigsegg Regera in white looks like a ghost in a carbon fiber shell. Subaru Visive Tour concept wants to make wagons cool again. Volvo has already done that. Does a carbon hardtop change the way you look at the Abarth 124 Spider? Not for me. I do like it, but it's not, that is not the, you know, RF Miata of Abarth's or of Fiat 124's. Although to be fair, it is a lighter alternative, sure, but not what I'm looking for. Anyway, Porsche Boss wants to build Mission E Cross Turismo. Kind of like an Audi All-Road, but on a Porsche Panamera concept car, or Panamera-esque concept car. 992 horsepower Levici. Well, Levici. Auto Venere is yet another Chinese attempt at a Tesla rival. Abarth 695 Rivale live from the, Gene- from the Geneva Auto Show, and I like that color scheme, although it should be reversed. The Subaru 4x4 Plus 2 swallowed a Porsche Cayenne in order to live. And it swallowed it whole, might I add. Brabus brought their absolute maddest all-black salo- saloons to Geneva. David Brown, nothing says handcrafted better than misspelled made in Britain. Yeah, they spell Britain B-R-I-T-I-A-N, whereas I believe it's B-R-I-T-A-I-N. And considering that's an $800,000, what do they call it, coach-built car, that, oh, good grief. Renault Easy Go Concept wants to autonomously shuttle you and your friends. And if it's me, probably make me motion sick. I, that, autonomous cars are going to be the things I'll have to take Dramamine for every single time, which is very annoying. The GTR concept wasn't the only Santa McLaren brought to Geneva. Evolved 2018 Renault Zoe R110 adds more power and new equipment. Alpina's 338 horsepower XD3 SUV should make any school run a blast. 2019 Mercedes AMG G63, the super truck, returns better than ever. 
face of the Ford Edge Rise in Europe with new 235 horsepower bi-turbo diesel. Tata 4045X concept is a surprisingly good looking compact hatch and it's, I think it's too bulky? Well, Rimac C2 hypercar promises to make you feel sick with a 0-60 to 60 time of 1.85 seconds. You know what that is? That's faster than a GRC car, or well, than the old GRC supercars. Although, probably still faster than the, even the Platinum cars, because even the Focus RS, even the Focus Fiesta, even the Ford Fiesta GRC rally cars could do that. Zero to 60 time, but whatever. Fenrir Supersport is a $1.4 million hypercar from Dubai, with very, very exaggerated body lines everywhere. 2019 Sang Musa wants to be the wants to be Europe's Honda Ridgeline. Not doing a good job of it. Still, to be fair, I'm not a big fan of the Ridgeline, but that's even worse. McLaren Special Operations shows an elegant take on the 720S in Geneva. 2019 XT4 is Alpina's first quad-turbo take on an SUV coupe. Quad-turbo! The only thing crazier than that is having a supercharger and a turbocharger on the same engine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lancia Delta S4. 2019 Ford Transit Connect cargo van packs a diesel option and a lot of tech. Italian Designs Zeruno Deruta was already sold out before we even saw it. 2018 Nissan Juke arrives in Geneva with the most mod with the most modest of upgrades. New Kia K900 teasers hint at a German-like flagship. 2019 Kia Stinger Atlantica Limited Edition brings Euro features to the U.S. and I kind of wish more automakers would do that. That's kind of cool. Anyway, before I close, I need to say something. Important. Thank you to all of my 619, what will probably be 620 followers by the time this goes up. This podcast would not be where it is without you. Thank you to Podbean for being a great hosting site and for allowing me to host for two years now. And for putting me on the homepage at the beginning of 2017 during Christmas. This has been... Two incredible years of my life doing a podcast basically every Sunday and, as of late, every other Wednesday. And I want to continue to grow this podcast and to bring you guys more content. And this year is the year that will happen. Thank you all. Let's get those da- let's get those podcast numbers to just skyrocket this year at an unprecedented rate. Thank you all for listening. Two years and counting. Two years and counting. I cannot wait to see you all in the upcoming episodes. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K, capital X, 7, 2, capital Z, 8. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.